0: Adventures in Time and Space, told in future.
1: Dimension X, 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 X.
0: The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of astounding science fiction, bring you Dimension X. By the year nineteen hundred and ninety, we should see many amazing technological advances. And yet, in many ways, life will be very much the same. A husband will stop off at a bar on his way home and perhaps unburden himself a little to a friendly bartender.
1: Another
2: one, Mr. Smith. Uh, what time is it, Sam? Wait, almost ten o'clock, Mr. Smith. One more. To them. The old songs are still the best, huh, Mr. Smith? Yes, yeah, Sam. I remember singing that one back in 1974. That's before I met my wife. Golden days, Sam.
0: Here's your beer, Mr. Smith.
2: Ah, thanks. Ah, that's good. <laughs> Almost feels as if I can go home and face Nettie now. Wife trouble, Mr. Smith? Wife trouble, Sam. Fight? Oh, never. Nettie and I never fight. Nettie's too mad about me ever to fight with me. She adores me, worships the ground I walk on.
0: Well, this is something new. I remember only last year you was complaining she was throwing things.
2: Times have changed. Only wish she was still throwing things. At least in those days, I could walk out and slam the door with a clear conscience. Now she's so sweet and loving, I feel like a murderer. Every time I stop in for a beer, on my way home. Tough, Mr. Smith, tough. Ever hear the expression, love will fly if held too lightly? Love will die if held too tightly? Can't say I ever did, if only she'd relax a little bit, there's a bruise on my lip,, mm. she kisses me huh? for an hour every night when I come home. Can you do anything for her? I try. I remind her that she really wanted to marry Harvey Tubman. I remind her how we used to have those battles till the neighbors called the robot police. Nothing works. I'm gone for an hour. She cries, Well, me, I ain't got that kind of trouble. I hang around too much, and Mabel calls me a loafer and turns me up. That's a sad state. Can't figure him out. Well, I guess I'll go home and feed myself to the lioness. i tell you, Sam, when Nettie gets finished demonstrating how much she's missed me, I feel like a man who's been stuffed into an electronic washing machine with a dial set at rinse dry. How much do I owe you? 60 cents. Well, if it isn't Henry Smith. Brayling. I live and breathe Walter Brayling. What are you doing here? Oh, having the night out. Does Gloria know about this? Things have changed, Henry. I thought she kept you chained to the bedpost most of the time. Not anymore, Henry, not anymore. Well, you aren't divorced, are you? Oh, no. Gloria's home. What'd you do, put a sleeping powder in her coffee? Oh, goodness, no, Henry. That would be highly unethical. I can't believe you just walked out on it. Ten years of marriage, Henry, and I never had a night to myself. But it'll be different from now on. Oh? By the way, Henry... What time is it? Ten o'clock. Well, I guess I'd better be going. Scared? No, don't want to crowd my luck. Although, really, there's no, nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'd sure like to know how you do it, Walter. Would you really? Yes. All right, Henry. Since you've always been a friend of mine, I'll let you in, it. Come on, my car is outside. I'll drive you home and let you see how it's done. Well, that's nice of you, Walter. Not at all, Henry. We fellows have to stick together. <laughs> I don't suppose you know how Gloria and I came to be married in the first place, no, eh? No, I don't. Well, one evening, she threatened to tear off her clothing and call the police unless I married her. No. Oh, yes. Well, that's a bit extreme, isn't it? Well, Gloria was always a nervous girl. I bet you had a pretty wretched time of it. Oh, yes. It didn't take long for me to become the laughingstock of the neighborhood. hand brailing, they used to call me. I know. But things are changing now. Here. You see this? What's that? A single ticket to Rio on the morning rocket. I have hotel reservations there for a month. A whole month, Henry, to have a fling. Well, won't Gloria make trouble over that? That's the amazing part of it, Henry. She won't even know I'm gone. I'll be back in a month and no one the wiser. You don't believe me, do you? Frankly, no. Just how you gonna swing it, Walter? That's the secret, Henry. I tell you, it's the most wonderful thing ever invented. Worth every cent I paid for. What is I'm it? going to show you. Here's my house. Notice the lights are all out. We'll wait up there on the front porch, Walter. You haven't gone off your rocker, have you? Shh. Now I meow twice.
1: Meow, meow. Now, Emmy,
2: watch the window in my bedroom. Well, it looks as if somebody. Hey, there's a man up there. He's looking out. What? He sees me. He'll be down directly. Isn't it a bit embarrassing for you, Walter? Oh, not at all. You'll find out. Here he comes. Hello, B2. Oh, good evening, Mr. Brayling. Close the door. Either I'm going out of my mind or there are two of you. You never told me you had a twin brother. I don't. But if this fellow weren't in pajamas, I couldn't tell you apart. That's the secret, Henry. Everything go all right, B2? Oh, just fine, Mr. Brayling. Uh Uh-huh. I suppose my wife was in her usual good form this evening? As a matter of fact, we spent the evening playing gin. No screaming. No shouting accusation? Oh, no, sir. It was a very quiet evening. Well, this is even better than I thought. Well, Marionettes Incorporated aims to satisfy, sir. Did he say Marionettes Incorporated? That's right, Henry. Look him over. Isn't he excellently fashioned? <laughs> you wouldn't dream he was a robot, a, a, a Marionette, eh? Well, I can't believe it. It's against the law, of course, to duplicate a human like this, but it's well worth the opportunity. Well, I still don't believe it. You can't tell him from a human. Only one way, Henry. Put your ear next to his chest. Listen. That's it. Machinery. Well, old man. How long's this been going on? I've had him a month, Henry. I keep him in the cellar in my toolbox. Now, tonight I told Gloria I'd like to be excused for five minutes to run down to the cigar store. She agreed. I went down to the cellar, took out Brayling II, sent him back upstairs to sit with my wife until I got home. Miraculous. Of course, it doesn't seem quite ethical somehow. Oh, no nonsense. It's highly ethical. I've been home all evening. I shall be home with her for the next month. In the meantime, another gentleman named Walter Brailing will be in Rio having the time of his life. Well, can he walk around without fuel for a month? Oh, he refuels himself. And he's built to do everything. Eat, drink, sleep. You'll take good care of my wife, won't you, B2? Oh, of course. Your wife is rather nice. I've grown quite fond of her. You see? Walter, old man... How long has this Marionettes Incorporated outfit been in business? Well, secretly, for two years now. Why? Well, I wonder, is there a possibility that I might get in touch with them? You? But you love your Nettie. Well, I know, but even so, uh, it's a little respite, a night or two once a month. And she loves you dearly. <laughs> so much she can't barely leave me with for half an hour. You know that lately she's taken to calling me up at work ten or twelve times a day to talk baby talk? Your Nettie? My Nettie. What do you say, old man? A favor to an old buddy, fellow lodge member. Mm, well, I, I, could put you in touch with the man who makes them. Of course, you'd be pledged to secrecy once you learned where he's located. Oh, naturally. Very well, Henry. Here's his card. Marionettes Incorporated. W. Zig proprietor and owner. New humanoid plastic, 1990 model, guaranteed against wear. Our motto: No strings attached. Address the Jumble Shop, 43 South Wesley Drive. And Mr. Zieg will take good care of you, Henry. He's a charming fellow, a real craftsman. Wonderful. I'll see him first thing tomorrow. Well, I'd better be getting home now, though. Nettie's probably splitting a gasket. See mm. you around, old man, after I get back from Rio. And while I'm gone, you might drop around regularly, just as you always have. Treat Brayling, too, here as if he were me. Otherwise, Gloria might be suspicious. Oh, I will. And, oh, uh, before I go, uh, these marionettes are safe, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Well, tell them be too. We're guaranteed. Fine. Well, good night, Walter. Good night, uh, B2. Uh, Good night,
1: uh, Mr. Smith.
2: Good night, Henry. Ah, well, I'm glad someone else will have a chance at a little happiness and freedom. All right, Frayling 2. Back into the cellar box for you. Come on. Down the steps. That's it. It's very damp down here, Mr. Brayling. Bad plumbing. Well, here we are, Brayling. Yes. Before you put me back into the toolbox, could we have a word? Certainly, old man. This toolbox. What about it? Well, I don't like it, Mr. Brayling. Why not? It's cramped. Oh. Well, I'll try to fix up something more comfortable when I get back from Rio. All right now. Before Glory gets worried. Back.
0: Marianita the... made them move, not to keep
2: still. How would you like to lie in a stuffy old box most of the time? I didn't realize
0: you fellas were that sensitive. Well, if you wouldn't like it at all.
2: I keep running. There's no way to shut me off. I have my feelings, you know. Hmm. Well, day after tomorrow, I'll be off to Rio. And you won't have to stay in the box for a whole month. Or you can move upstairs. Yes, but when you get back from Rio, I'll go back in the box. Mr. Zig didn't tell me at Marionettes Incorporated that it was possible to get a difficult specimen. There's a lot he doesn't know about us. We're pretty new. Now, look... It- Now, look here, B2. This has gone far enough. I'll never get to Rio. Now, come on now. Into the box. And another thing. Well. Your wife. What about my wife? Well, I. I've grown quite fond of her. Well, I'm glad you enjoy your employment. You'll have the whole month. You don't quite understand, Brayling. I've fallen in love with her.
1: You
0: what?
2: you just don't appreciate her. Maybe if you hadn't always acted so meek and apologetic about everything, she'd have a little more respect for you as a man. Well, now, you aren't supposed to behave like this. You know you think you... Well, anyway, I could be very happy if I were married to Gloria. Aren't you forgetting you're nothing but a big, overgrown puppet? Careful, Brayley. I'm sensitive. All right. right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, look, uh, you wouldn't mind waiting here a moment, would you? I have to go upstairs and make a phone call. To whom? Oh, nobody important. I, uh... I have to call Henry Smith about something. You're lying. You're going to call Marionettes Incorporated and tell Mr. Zig to come and get... Oh, no. Oh, no, really, I'm not. I I was... Be two. Stay away. Staying where you are, Brailing. Now, be two. Take your hand off my arm. No, Brayling. What are you going to do? Nothing much. I'm just going to put you in the toolbox, lock it, and lose the key. What? And then I'll buy another ticket to Rio, and Gloria and I can have a wonderful vacation. You're insane. Am I? Now, wait a minute. Hold on, B-2. Now, don't be rash. Let's talk this
1: over. Goodbye, brailing. No, stop it. Don't. don't. Let's go. What? Brayling. Stop. Help. Help. Oh, ah. <laughs> Water. Water. Uh,
2: yes, Gloria? Water. There at this time of night? Oh, nothing, lover. The pipes were knocking. I'm just making sure the boiler hasn't exploded. Uh, you go back to bed. I'll be up soon. Well, hurry,
3: won't you? We had such a nice evening. Uh, I'm
2: lonesome for you. Oh, you won't ever be lonesome again, darling. Never again.
4: morning, Nettie. Oh, good morning, darling. How are you? Have a nice time last night? I missed you so. Breakfast ready? Aren't you going to kiss me good morning?
2: Oh, uh, yes, I suppose so.
4: Oh. Oh, you're so wonderful, Henry. I guess I'm the luckiest person in the world. ha <laughs> uh, Here's your coffee. <coughs> And how would you like your eggs?
2: Anyway, it's all.
4: Oh, but I want to please you.
2: Oh, Nettie, uh, skip the eggs this morning.
4: Oh, but you have to eat to keep well, darling. I'm
2: very healthy. I uh, have an early business appointment. Oh? Uh, It's a friend of Walter Brayling's. I met Walter last night, and he... Yes? Well, uh, I'd better be off. Now, Nettie, don't look as if I were on my way to Rio or something. I'm only going to work.
4: It's just that I miss you so I want to be with you all the time.
2: Do I have to go through this every morning? I'll be back at supper. There's no need to cry now, is there?
4: Uh, no, darling. Uh, you, you aren't displeased with me, are you? I try so hard to do everything just as I think you'll like it.
2: No, I'm not displeased. Well, goodbye, dear.
4: Henry? Yes? Yeah? You forgot to kiss me Goodbye. Mm.
2: Strings attached, no strings attached. A very nice puppet with no strings attached. (laughs) Let's see now. The Jumble Shop, 43 Wesley. That should be about... Ah, here it is. Yes? Mr. Zig. Yes? Uh, Walter Brayling recommended me. Enter... Your name? Henry Smith, uh, 55 Evergreen Place. And what can we do for you, Mr. Smith? Uh, well, uh, Braylon showed me his marionette last night. I see. I uh, was intrigued with the idea. And not that my wife is anything like that female meat grinder that he's married to, you understand, but uh, well, I'm a man who enjoys an occasional evening with the boys <laughs> without complications. Naturally. So I thought. That uh, I could duplicate you. Exactly. I think it might be arranged. You understand the need for secrecy, of course. Although an act is pending in Congress to legalize Marionettes Incorporated, it is still a felony to use one of my creations. Well, I understand. And there is the matter of, uh, the payment. How much? $9,000. Nine $9,000? Well, I have an inferior model at 7500 uh, No, if I go through with this, nothing's too good for Nettie. Nettie's my wife. We've been putting money aside to buy a summer house in Westport.
4: Sometimes we must choose.
2: Yes. Perhaps I could just slip out 9000 It's a joint account. Um... How soon can I have it? I could construct the mannequin in about two months' time. Good. Shall I consider the order placed? At once. Of course, you would have to report here for a body mold, color index of your hair, lips, skin, etc., and I'll have to do a complete electro-emotional calibration. Uh, you guarantee that these models are foolproof? As foolproof as I can make them, Mr. Smith, and I've had years of training. And no chance of detection? None whatsoever. I've never had a complaint. Walter Brayling seems satisfied now. I assure you, he's been taken care of in high style. Uh, if there were some way to be sure. You have our guarantee? Very well, Mr. Zig. I'll get the money from the bank and send it to you.
4: Fine. You'll be just as delighted with yours as Walter Brayling is with his.
2: Oh, tell her. Yes, Mr. Smith? I'd like to cash this draft on my joint account. Yes, sir. $9,000, sir. That's right. Well, I'm afraid that's impossible, Mr. Smith. Impossible? My wife and I have a good $15,000 in our account. You're mistaken, Mr. Smith. Oh, but I know... Here's that... your card, sir. You see, Mrs. Smith withdrew $10,000 recently. $10,000? $10, hmm. Without even telling me? I remember distinctly, Mr. Smith. She said it was for a surprise for you. Good Lord. She bought that house in Connecticut. My birthday's next week. Well, I'll have to borrow it somewhere. I've already contracted. Yes, sir. Quite a surprise for you, eh, Mr. Smith? Yes? Oh, hello, Henry. Hello, Gloria. Is Walter home? I'd like to speak to him. Well, come in. Uh, Thank you.
3: Is something wrong?
2: Well, just some private business. Matter of a loan.
3: Well, he went down to the travel bureau, but he should be back soon. We're going to Rio, you
2: know. Both of you? Isn't
3: it wonderful? I don't know what's come over, Walter, lately. He's been so romantic. Last night he came upstairs and said, Darling, he hasn't called me darling in years. Darling, we're going to take a honeymoon to Rio. So we're leaving tomorrow. Anything wrong, Henry?
2: No. No, I'm just a little surprised, that's all.
3: Well, he should be back soon. Will you wait?
2: Yes, yes, I'd better.
3: Say, as long as you're over here, maybe you can help me with something. What? Well, I went downstairs to get an old suitcase a little while ago, and I heard the strangest noises near that old tool chest of Walter's. He mentioned that the boiler was acting up, and I'm afraid to go down there again. I wonder if you'd take a look.
2: What kind of noises? Like a... like a thumping sound. Maybe I'd better go down, Gloria. You stay up here.
3: Should I call a plumber, do you think? No,
2: no, I'll take care of it. Well, I it well, I'll have a look. Good Lord. Good Lord. Hello. Hello in there. Well, just a minute. Keep quiet for goodness sake. I'll have to smash the lock. Ah, now what in the...
1: Henry, thank God you've
2: come. Be quiet. I've been there all night. I thought I'd suffocate. He tried to kill me, Henry. He tried to murder me. Oh, uh, which one are you? Oh, don't be an idiot. I'm Walter. What happened? Be 2 the marionette. He stuffed me in the toolbox and left me to suffocate. Well, fortunately, I found an old file in there and managed to get an air hole through the wood. Good Lord. He's taking Gloria with him to Rio. Have they left yet? No, he's gone downtown for the tickets. Oh, good. We may just have time. To... For what? Take it down to Marionette Incorporated and tell Zig to stop him. Well, you're in no condition. Oh, don't worry about me. We can't waste any time. Come on. But Gloria... Uh... Nick, I'll tell her. Tell her you fixed the plumbing. Tell her anything. I'll meet you outside. All right. Oh, what a fool I've been. What a fool I almost was. I went down and ordered one of those things today. (laughs)
3: the tickets to Rio? Ah,
2: right here in my wallet. Honeymoon for two under the Panther Smooth.
3: Oh, Walter, it's so nice to have you like this.
2: You like the change?
3: I don't know what did it, but whatever it is, I'm in favor of it. I hope it's permanent.
2: Oh, I intend to see that it is. Oh, by the way, darling, do you happen to remember where that old pistol of mine is? Pistol? Yes, I I just thought since we're going to be traveling in strange countries, it wouldn't hurt to bring it along.
3: Oh, well, I think it's here in the sideboard. Yes, there. Oh, do you know how frightened I am of those things. Oh, I'll be
2: very careful of it. In fact, uh, I think I'll go down the basement and practice. Uh, not really shooting it, of course, just to make sure it's in good working order.
3: Well, do be careful, darling. Oh,
2: I will. Uh, if you should hear a shot, dear, don't be frightened. I may fire it into a block of wood just to test it. Perhaps I'll fire into that old tool chest of mine. Yeah, that should absorb it. Oh,
3: speaking of that tool chest...
2: Yes, what about it?
3: It reminds me that Henry Smith was here. Oh? Yeah, I heard some noises downstairs, dear, and he went down to fix the plumbing.
1: Is he, uh, still down there?
3: No, he left. I really don't understand it. He seemed so anxious to see you before he went down to the cellar, and then he just left.
2: Oh. Did he, uh, stop the noises?
3: Well, he must have. I don't hear them.
2: I see. Well, what is it dear? I have to go out for a while, darling. But,
3: Walter, we'll have to pack if we're leaving. I'll be
2: back soon. There's something very important I have to attend to. Oh, well, what is oh, it? Oh, just some personal business with uh, Henry Smith. Uh, please excuse me, darling. And don't worry. When I get back, everything will be fixed once and for all. Yes, we can enjoy the rest of our lives just as though the old Walter Brailing never existed. <laughs>
1: Uh, Mr. Brayling and Mr. Smith. Come... Yes,
2: Mr. Zig. Come in, come in, gentlemen. We certainly will come in. What brings you? A good deal, Mr. Zig. Yes, indeed, a good deal. If I might know exactly, uh, you seem so upset. Tell him, Henry. You told me your marionettes were foolproof, Mr. Zig. They are. My personal guarantee goes with each mm, other. We of know them. all about your personal guarantee. Except that Mr. Brayling's dummy knocked him out, stuffed him in a toolbox to suffocate, and is making plans to run away with his wife. Oh, dear. Well, Mr. Zig. Oh, I really don't know what to say, gentlemen. You see, I work alone. I make these marionettes myself so that I can see to it personally that there are no errors. However... Even the finest craftsman can make a mistake once in a while. What Mr. Brayling and I would like to know, Mr. Zig, is exactly what are you planning to do to stop this over-ambitious robot? Well, of course, we shall have to recover B2 first, and then I will simply uh, dismantle him. He doesn't seem to want to be dismantled, Mr. Zig. In fact, I think you'll have trouble catching him. Maybe I can save you the trouble, gentlemen. B2, look out. He has a gun. I thought I'd find you here when I discovered the tool chest empty. Now, look, B2, uh, whatever you're planning to do, you won't get away with it. I think I will. Mr. Ziggs, Mr. Ziggs can't you do something? Oh, I'm afraid I can't think of anything. I'll save you the trouble, because I'm going to kill the three of you. Oh,
0: you won't get away with no?
2: it. No? You forget that Glory and I will be on a plane to Rio in a few hours. All right, Mr. Zeke. you first. Oh, now, see here, this isn't fair. I created you. You can't do it. <coughs>
1: Grab him. I've got him, I got got him. him. I quick. Quick. quick, that hammer. Well,
2: that's the end of Brailing 2. Oh, thank heaven. Henry. Henry, he got Zig right through the... Oh, holy uh, jumping catfish. Henry, look at him. Look at Zig. Nothing but a mass of coils and springs, just like Brailing too. Well, he's nothing but a marionette. He's no different from water... You know what this means? It's incredible. A marionette building other marionettes.
4: But someone must have
2: built Mr. Zig original. Well, perhaps Mr. Zig turned on whoever built him the same way that Brailing 2 turned on you. Well, at any rate, we'll never know. I wonder how many of these things are walking around among us. Oh, I shudder to think of it. Some of our best friends might be... Come on, we've got to get out of here. But the police... Don't be a fool. There's been no crime committed here. All the police will find is Two oversized puppets with the spring's coming out of them. But they seem so lifelike. They're only machinery. You've got to remember that. Well... What'll I tell Gloria? If I were you, Brayling, I wouldn't tell Gloria a thing. I'd simply pick up that other ticket to Rio and take her on a honeymoon.
4: What about you, Henry?
2: What are you going to do? Me? I'm going home and give Nettie a kiss that'll singe her hair. I'll even forgive her for taking that $10,000 out of the bank without telling me. You know, when I think of what might have happened if I'd gone through with this marrying and thing, it what makes a fella realize how lucky he is to be married to a decent woman. Let's go. <laughs> Nettie! Nettie! Where are you, sweetheart?
4: In here, darling. I've
2: missed you today. Come here.
4: Oh, Henry. Oh. Oh, you look tired, darling. Can I do something for you? Just tell me I'm yours to command.
2: Ah, oh, a man's a fool to jeopardize a nice home and a loving wife like you. You do love me, don't you, Nettie? You know I do. Here,
4: let me get your slippers on.
2: Ah. Oh feel good to sit back on the sofa and relax. You don't know what a trying day I've had.
4: I can see you're all upset. It isn't anything I've done, is it, dear?
2: Well, in a way, something you've done is connected with it.
4: What's that, darling? The money. Money?
2: I know you wanted to surprise me with the house, darling, but really you shouldn't have taken that money out of the bank without consulting me. Henry,
4: I don't even know what you're talking oh, about. Now, But I don't. Nettie. Oh, you're so upset, darling. If it's anything important, let's talk about it later. Meanwhile, why don't you just put your head on my shoulder and rest?
2: I must admit that sounds enticing.
4: Here. Let me make you comfortable. There. Ah. (sighs) Now you just close your eyes. That's it. Nettie. Yes, darling? You hear something? No, darling. You sure? Like what?
2: Well, like the... Like the ticking of a clock.
4: No. Well,
2: strange. I don't hear it now, but... When I had my ear against your chest... Oh, no. Oh, no.
4: What are you talking about, no, darling? No, oh, I won't believe it.
2: You are my Nettie, aren't you? You're a real live flesh and blood. Oh, she couldn't have done that to me. Not Nettie. But I hear it. And it's coming from you. It's coming from you.
0: You have just heard another adventure into the unknown world of the future. The
1: world of... Dimension X. X, X, X.
0: Next week, Dimension X moves to a new day and time. It will originate in New York on Saturdays from 8 to 8.30 p.m., beginning September 8th. Consult your local newspaper for the exact day and time in your locality. And don't miss Mary Leinster's story of deep space. First Contact.
2: Dimension X is presented each week by the national broadcasting company in cooperation with Street and Smith, publishers of the magazine Astounding Science Fiction. Today, Dimension X has presented Marionettes, Incorporated, written for radio by George Leffert, from the story by Ray Bradbury. Featured in the cast were Kermit Murdoch as Henry, Martin Rudy as Brailing, and Ross Martin as Brailing too. Your host was Norman Rose, Music by Albert Berman. Fred Collins speaking. Dimension X is produced by William Welch and directed by Fred Way. Dragnet, the story of your police force is next on NBC.